Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Everybody and welcome to the Monday episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad to be with you. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Certainly, it may be a more eventful weekend than the New York Islanders had. Free agency starting on Friday, and the Islanders were actually the last team to make any kind of a move, and it was not a major one. But we'll talk about what they did, what's still to come. And a whole lot more on today's show. We also have the latest news on who the Islanders lost. uh, Some more news about the new arena in Belmont. And our Islanders' birthday of the day. And today, we look at the contributions of Scott Mayfield and where he fits into the future of the New York Islanders. If there's something Islanders-related that is on your mind... Feel free to contact us by email, the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also contact the show via Twitter and follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest news, notes, and happenings for and concerning the New York Islanders. All right, so again, free agency got started Friday, and the Islanders have yet to sign a free agent. They made one deal, and they lost a player. The player they lose is goaltender Tomas Grice. Can't say that that is a surprise, as we knew that, you know, with Ilya Sorokin in the fold, Grice was unlikely to sign, that even if the Islanders wanted him back, uh, they would, A, probably have to trade uh, Simeon Varlamov, which, contrary to a few rumors to that effect, I didn't think they wanted to do, and they would end up uh, in a situation where Grice was probably going to get more money elsewhere, and uh, if you know, the Islanders matched that offer or exceeded that offer, it probably would not have made sense financially. So, uh, nice little uh, post on social media by Brittany Grice, Tomas Grice's wife. Uh, here is the, uh, the quote here. Okay, time for some real talk. When all this happened, I would say it was like having a boyfriend of five years get a new girlfriend and then go to our favorite restaurant, but that was me looking at the glass half empty. It's nothing personal. It is a business. Over this period of time, there has been many tears, many smiles, but let's face it, 
more good times. I'm forever thankful for these past five years that we spent here, here being, of course, with the Islanders, uh, as this time has come to, uh, as this time has come to continue our journey. I'm sad, I'm nervous, but I'm excited for the next chap, or for the new chapter. I'm forever grateful for the amount of love that the Islanders fans have shown Tomas and myself over these past five years. Many memories and friendships were made here. Islanders community, I know you will love and support us in this new chapter. Thank you for sharing these memories with me over the past five years. This isn't goodbye. This is I'll see you for the welcome back game. So nice little uh, post on social media by Brittany Grice, uh, wife of Tomas Grice. And we wish Grice well. He really did come through for the Islanders uh, most of the time in this year's playoffs. Certainly was a very good goaltender for the Islanders. Uh, in recent years, and of course, the 2016 uh, playoff run, which saw the Islanders end their long playoff series drought of 23 years, and it was Grice in goal against the Florida Panthers in that series, and that is certainly something that the Islanders will remember. So Tomas Grice, no longer a member of the New York Islanders, he is now with the Detroit Red Wings, and we certainly wish Grice all the best, uh, except, of course, when he's playing against the Islanders. Uh, you know, free agency, here's the thing. Islanders have not made a major signing. And I can't say it's a shock, because the one thing you know uh, about Lou Lamorello is that Lou doesn't rush into things. He doesn't, you know, feel like he has to beat the clock. He has a lot of patience, and he knows what he wants to accomplish. He knows what he's willing to pay to accomplish it, and he is basically looking to make the right deal at the right rate for his team, and if it means it takes a little bit longer for that to come to fruition, he'll wait, and if it means that the deal doesn't get done because, you know, there isn't the right deal out there, he'll wait that out too. So uh, it is going to be interesting to see how Lou handles this. But you know what? This is the other thing, and I think it's something that Islander fans have a lot to be reassured about. Lou Lamorello has earned our trust, both based on what he did with the Islanders, what he did, obviously, with the New Jersey Devils. There is a reason that Lou is in the Hall of Fame, and I think that no, the Islanders haven't re-signed their own restricted free agents. No, they haven't signed yet any unrestricted free agents or pulled off any trades either to free up cap space or to bring in scoring. And I think any deal they make would have to kind of do both. Uh, and yet, Islanders Nation should not be panicking because Lou Lamorello knows what he's doing. There's no doubt about that. And hopefully he will be able to pull off the deal that he wants to. Meanwhile, one player that we know the Islanders will not be adding is former NHL MVP Taylor Hall. Hall signing a one-year deal with the Buffalo Sabres yesterday for $8 million. So not that I thought Taylor Hall was coming to the Islanders, but officially for this year anyway, you can cross him off that list. He is a member 
of the Buffalo Sabres. We've got a lot more to talk about. The Islanders did make a minor trade. We'll talk about that. We'll have our Islanders birthday of the day, and we'll look at Scotty Mayfield's contributions to this year and the future for the Islanders. Lots more to get to on the Locked On Islanders podcast. And folks, if you want to try the best tasting protein bar ever, you've got to have a Built Bar. It now comes in 18 amazing flavors, including these six new ones, Caramel Brownie, Cherry Barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, Apple Almond Crisp, and my personal favorite, Cookies and Cream. They have flavors with nuts and that are nut-free, and all the bars are covered in 100% chocolate and, you know, so many other protein bars, the consistency isn't good, the taste isn't good, no. Built Bar is soft, it's easy to chew, and... They are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and they taste great. They're wonderful for the keto diet, and you look at some of these flavors and the information about them. Cherry Barcia, 17 grams of protein in each bar, just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off. Your next order, that's promo code locked on for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And guys, I know talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just try to brush it off or blame ourselves and say things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether. And use excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and best of all, totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today and get connected with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. So the Islanders did finally make a move, their first actual move since free agency got underway on Friday. The move comes Sunday afternoon when they announced a minor league trade sending defenseman Kyle Burrows to the Colorado Avalanche organization in exchange for forward A.J. Greer. Greer is 23 years old. He was originally drafted by the Avs in the second round of the 2015 NHL entry draft, played two seasons at Boston University, and has a total of 37 NHL games on his roster, has scored a goal, has six points, and 47 penalty minutes in those 37 NHL games, had 15 games with the Avs in 2018-2019, but spent last year with the Colorado Eagles, the Avalanche's AHL affiliate. Not a bad season in 47 games, 16 goals, 32 points, and 87 penalty minutes. Big guy, six foot three, 
210 pounds, so pretty good size. And again, as you probably know, uh, you, when, when you have a bigger forward, that is the kind of a player that usually takes a little longer to develop in the National Hockey League because they need to grow into their body to be able to use it against grown men playing in the National Hockey League. It's one thing to be 6'3 and, let's say, 195 pounds. That'll get you far physically in junior hockey. And in the minors, it'll do pretty well for you. But going up against grown men and playing in the NHL, it takes a little longer to to put more weight on, get more strength, and develop. So we're waiting on that. And uh, look, Greer played in the AHL All-Star Game back in 2017, was the AHL's Man of the Year, winning the Yannick Dupree Award that season for his outstanding uh contributions to the San Antonio community. So that was the AHL's Man of the Year award that he won. Uh, Look, here is a kid with a lot of uh, hopefully potential, and we shall see what he's able to do, uh, you know, down the line, still hoping he can mature. And look, you know what? Maybe the, you know, Greer has more to grow into, and then he can possibly help add some offense to the Islanders. And uh, Greer, you know, hoping to, uh, to, to make the Islanders and step up and take that next step. So we will uh, have a little bit more about him in the future, but he is the newest New York Islander, while defenseman Kyle Burrows ends up heading elsewhere. Time for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and uh, we want to wish a very happy birthday today, Uh, a 51st birthday, as it were, to former Islanders goaltender Dwayne Rolison. Rolison, uh, a native of Simcoe, Ontario, went to UMass Lowell before starting his NHL career back in 1996-97, with the Calgary Flames, later played for the Sabres, the Wild, and the Oilers before joining the Islanders in 2009-2010, spent that season and part of the following season with the Isles before finishing up his career with the Tampa Bay Lightning and his last active season in the NHL 2011-2012. Want to look back at one of the better games that Roley the goalie had for the Islanders, and it will be uh, March 13th, 2010. Islanders hosting the Devils in a Metropolitan Division matchup. Uh, Devils coming into this game uh, with one of the best records in the league. Islanders were struggling at this point. Obviously, Dwayne Rolison was the goaltender for the Islanders in this game, while the New Jersey Devils were busy countering with Jan Denis, a future Islander. Devils get on the board first. Mike, Mike Motto, his second, from Rod Pelly and Dean McCammon at 2.52. Islanders trailing one to nothing, but they even it up late in the first period on a goal by Freddie Meyer, his third, Tim Jackman, and Josh Bailey with the helpers, and it was 1-1 
after the first period. In the second period, John Sim gives the Islanders the lead. His 10th from Richard Park and Jack Hillen at 11.59. That made it 2-1 Islanders. And then with Ilya Kovalchuk in the penalty box for high sticking, Mark Streit gets his 10th of the year, a power play goal from Franz Nielsen at 12.49. After two periods, it was Islanders 3 and the Devils 1. Ilya Kovalchuk got the Devils back to within one. His 36th of the year, just a minute 41 into period number three. Dean McCammon, the only helper, and it was a 3-2 to two hockey game. But then Islanders get into penalty trouble. Blake Como off for hooking, but the Islanders get a shorthanded goal. Sean Bergenheim, his sixth from Blake Como. That clinched it. Islanders end up with a 4-2 victory in front of 15,583 at the Nassau Coliseum. And the Islanders outshot in this game 40-29, to but 38 saves by Dwayne Rolison ends up helping the Islanders emerge victorious. No multiple-point games for the Islanders in this one. Freddie Meyer and Sean Bergenheim led the way with a plus two, and as far as shots on goal went, Blake Como led the Islanders with five, but Dwayne Rolison coming up big, 38 saves, a 950 save percentage, as Rowley ends up leading the Islanders to victory. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day, so happy 51st birthday to ex-Islanders netminder Dwayne Rolison, and of course we have a different Islanders' birthday of the day every day right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We're going to look at Scotty Mayfield, his season that was and where he fits in in the future. More to talk about on the Locked On Islanders podcast. So as promised, some news about the uh, Islanders' new home in Belmont, the UBS Arena, and a foundational piece of the new rink was put in place Friday afternoon, just as free agency was getting underway. It basically was the final steel beam in the building's roof truss. So uh, they painted it with the UBS logo, which is a white with a red you know, logo, and then had a lot of the construction workers and uh, arena partners uh, sign it. And uh, these are the people who have been working so hard. So uh, basically, you know, co-owner John Ledecky saying, Islanders Nation deserves a world-class, state-of-the-art building. And with that beam going in, it's one step closer to welcoming everyone to the 2021-2022 season of New York Islanders hockey at the UBS Arena. So another step forward for the arena at Belmont, and that is certainly good news for the Islanders and their fans. So right now we check out Scott Mayfield as we continue our look at every player on the Islanders roster from this past season, what they contributed, where they stand in the future, and how they fit in to the Islanders' plans. Today, Scotty Mayfield, the six foot five, 223-pound defenseman, native of St. Louis, Missouri, originally picked back in 2011 by the Islanders in the second round, and this year in 67 regular season games, Scotty Mayfield, five goals, 13 points, and a plus eight in the playoffs. 22 games, one goal, five points, and a plus 12. And 
you know, the thing about Mayfield, he has the size, he adds a certain physicality. But one of the things that we've seen from Mayfield, first of all, the five goals, obviously a career high, and probably he hits six uh, if he, you know, is able to play the entire season if it wasn't cut short by COVID. But the other thing is that we are seeing more and more from Scotty Mayfield, just sort of a, a, a sixth sense out there, knowing when he can pinch and when he should stay back and not getting caught up ice, uh, creating odd man rushes the other way. We are seeing him becoming an experienced, smart, disciplined hockey player. Uh, he's maturing. And we always knew he had the talent and the ability and the physicality. And now it's really a question of getting, you know, him to take that next step in his development. And it's great. Look, this kid is in his prime right now. He's 28 years old. And to me, he is going to be a top four defenseman for the Islanders again this coming season. And Mayfield will, you know, play well. He had one game-winning goal in the playoffs. That's always important. One of his five goals in the regular season was a game-winner. And look, 51 hits in 22 playoff games, 48 block shots in 22 playoff games. That's the kind of guy Scott Mayfield can be, and you have to just appreciate what this kid brings to the ice. He hustles, he gives you full effort, and he is a welcomed part of this Islanders defense core. You could plug him in anywhere. You could ask him to play a little bit more defensively. At times, he can pinch in offensively as well. He'll kill penalties for you. Uh, two of his 13 points came shorthanded this year. I am a big Scott Mayfield fan. Nice kid also. Interviewed him even before he had made the team in, in some of the Islanders, uh, you know, rookie camps. So good to see that, you know, Mayfield is developing, and I think he really does have a bright future for the New York Islanders under the circumstances. All right, that's going to do it for today's Locked On Islanders podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so that the show is in your inbox every morning. We drop our shows around 12.25 a.m., so if you're a night owl, the show you can listen before you go to bed. If you're an early morning riser, the show will be waiting for you when you wake up. And uh, we have a new show every Monday through Friday morning, uh, where we give you more Islanders analysis than you can get anywhere else. One last quick thought, by the way, with regard to the A.J. Greer move. Does that mean that Kiefer Bellows uh, or Oliver Wallstrom, both of whom have similar body types, uh, may be movable in a trade now because of the acquisition of Greer? Just a thought, nothing uh, out there that I've heard concretely. But it would allow, you know, the, if you have a surplus of similar players, one of them could certainly be moved. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe out there. And we'll be back tomorrow with the latest news and notes. Follow us on Twitter if something breaks before then. Have a safe day. And, of course, let's go Islanders.